Budim are dedicated by Yididenu, Rabbi Yudha Steinman and his Rebetzin, Lilinishma Sipur Bas Rabbi Shemaya Halevi. This is really the power, Haganda last week was the parasha of Achnos This parasha really gives us even a deeper insight in the Indian from Chesed. To understand better Chesed. The parasha starts with a very, very basic act of kindness that any person in the world will do. Avraham Avinu loses his wife, Sora, and he's always sick in the Kfur. Every single relative, the biggest, from the biggest mushchis to the biggest tzaddik, in that area, everybody is the same. Everybody is oisik in the, in the burial of their relatives. A person would have to be mamisha behima, and maybe worse than a behima, not to care about a relative's ptira, not to react to it, and even less would be not to be oisik in the kfur. But yet, each step of Avraham Avinu's basic actions are recognized. It's almost embarrassing. If I would tell you about somebody else, I want to tell you something. I want to tell you, this guy, he, his wife died. They already celebrated their, their golden anniversary this all the many times over. And I want you to know, he buried her. The guy must be such a behemoth that I have to tell you he buried his wife. You think the guy's mamish behemoth? But instead, the Torah goes out of its way to recognize every single step of what Avraham Avinu did when they're all really basic human instincts and some of them are even animal instinct. Because if you ever saw clips, video clips of the jungle, so you'll see that when one of the one of the animals of the pack die, there's a shtikol avelus by the chaverim. They surround the body. Sometimes they'll take revenge. At times, you see a bunch of bulls taking advantage of, of running after lions with such a with such a sinner, because one of the chaver got, you know. Was, became a suda of, of one of the lions. They'll be moist and nefesh. It's a behemoth. Okay, so it's a medrash plea. The, whole, the fact that the Torah is elaborating on it is a medrash plea. The Torah tells us each thing. You know, he also cried. Of course, a small chaf, not so much crying, but a, a little crying. It's a pella. Then the Torah goes through the nuances of the burial of Saran. To see Avraham Avinu, how he bought, what he bought the Marasamachpelu, how much he paid for it. The shock of Ataria between Avraham and Ephraim. So you may think, okay, who knows, maybe there's some Kabbalistic, there's something here, I'll pick a that the Torah is trying to convey. 
Be'emes is if Chazal didn't tell me anything. That's what I would have thought. I would have thought, here lies the Maisa Merkava. There's some Kabbalistic thing here, the Tzirif Oisius, with Avram burying Sarah, but the problem is that Chazal tells otherwise. Chazal tells us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said about Avram Avinu, look at him. You're from my palace. You're one of mine. Hashem tells Avram Avinu. Not in last week's parish. Not in last week's parish, in this week's parish. And then the Medrash goes on to say, Ani Koiver Mesim. And it brings it brings Akodish Bohu Vayik Bagai. When Akodish Bohu buried Moshe Rabbeinu. I bury Mesim. Ato Koiver Mesim. He lived a life of total, total sacrifice for Chesed. And now he does a basic, simple act. And from here we. From here, Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "You know, your mom is such a Chesed. You're like me. I bury Mason, and you bury Mason. What do you mean? I bury Mason. Everybody buries Mason. Some of the Bahamas bury their Mason. Now, what's going on? Then, all of you that learned Maseches Kedushin know that not only do we learn from here." Dinim of Hespin and Dinim of Kvura and Dinim of Kinyonim, but we learn Kiddushin from here. By Kiddushin, he uses the same phrase, Kiyikachishisha. So the Gemara says in Kiddushin, we learn not Kiyikachishim is the effort. The obvious question, Kiyikachishim is the effort. This is where you learn Kiddushin from, from burying your wife. I always say my. My 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 is imagine a chosan gets up during sheva brachas, and his shmuz by the sheva brachas is about the halachas of kvur asishtoi. <laughs> they throw him on his head, right? He'll get up. That'll be his theme during sheva brachas. It's true. A husband is chayiv to bury his wife if she dies before him. He's chayiv to bury his wife. It's taka true. So he decides that's what he's talking about during Shema Brachas. He talks, Mamish Kenoi, Mamish going to get you a place, Har Manuchas, the best spot. They just made a new le- a new level there. You could get in Mamish right over there below the Gedoli Eilam. I'm telling you, and everything, the Tachrich, I'm going to do everything, Big Dush Shugin Kaparan. Nobody's going to touch the who didn't go to the Mikvah. But that's Kicha Kicha, Mr. Ever. There are many places we could have learned Kedushin. We don't have to learn Kedushin from, from Kvuras Sarah. Right? Shtikol Pella. Sheva Brachas is a Machaya. We learn from, from Rif. We also learn from this week's parish of Sheva Brachas. But there it's Taka when Yitzchak, when Eliezer took Rivka for Yitzchak and he gave her Bracha. Even there there's a whole question why do we learn from them? We should learn from better places. But at least, at least it's a celebratory occasion. Makes sense. It's, it's definitely noteworthy that we learned this from from Avram Avinu. I'm going to ask you a simple, not at all on the same level question, just a simple question, which bothered me many, many years ago. That's not Avram Avinu doesn't seem to be much of a businessman here. 
He starts off by saying, Ger v'toyshev anoichi b'soich. He starts off by saying, I'm a ger and a toyshev. A ger is, a ger is, 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 is a respectful way of saying, I'm, I'm a stranger here. I appreciate your accommodation. I'm a stranger. And toyshev is somebody who comes with strength. Toyshev is somebody who has rights. Who comes in with rights. Right? So, Avram Avinu, the way Chazal explain it, Avram Avinu was ready to pull out his card, his trump card. Meaning Avram Avinu could have gotten the Moros Machpelah by saying, listen, I'm Balabos here. I'm Echpinuch Balabos. It's not, you, you can't deny me. He could have done that. But he was starting out, start nice, we're going to start as a gear. Ephron offers him to give it to him for free. Okay, so we know Ephron was not a real generous fellow, right? He was an oil of Kesef, he is by Kesef, like Chazal say. And even the 400 Kesef that he was Miramas that he'd like to get was nothing for him, as Chazal say. He wasn't even happy with that. Even though 400 Shekel Kesef for the Moros Machpelah, Moros Machpelah had no market value. Nobody wanted the Moros Machpelah. It wasn't like it was a, a, you know, an expensive piece of property in, in Rechavia, right? It wasn't... Uh, Nobody was running to grab the Mars Machpel. Ephraim was, 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 was very excited that somebody wants to buy the Mars Machpel. Yeah? He threw out a price that was Meshuga, that was, that was for Chveis uh, Vos, for, uh, a townhouse in Mamila. In Mamila. Yeah? You just said you're a Toshiv. If the guy wouldn't want to give it to you, you could force him to. So negotiate. Why, why are you giving Ephron? You want some Ephron, you want to give Ephron a lot of money? Give your money to a, a more worthy cause. Give it to Tom Chishabbos. Tom Chishabbos will do better with the Arba Meir Shekel Kesef than Ephron is going to do. I'd say there's a lot of You could analyze that if Avram stopped giving Ephron extra money that he didn't have to give him, maybe it's a lot Okay. No, I'm not going so far to say lot I'm just saying, why? The Torah goes out of its way to tell us. That must be a cheshben also. Maybe in it lies the answer to all the questions. Then, Avram sends Eliezer to get a shidduch for Yitzchok One thing is very clear from the whole event, that when he sends Eliezer to get a shidduch for Yitzchok, he's super focused on one thing. And generally, it's not good to be super focused on one thing. In general, any decision you make in life shouldn't be focused on one thing, because then you, you're blinded. Shidduchim is definitely like that. Chazal say, Kol shalom, not a good thing. Right? What does that mean? You can't marry a woman that has money? Of course you can marry a woman that has money. Right? Could, is, it, is, it, is it a chasar? Of course it's not a chasar. It's not a chasar. It could be a chasar. It's not a... Right. But it means if that's you marry Isha Shaina again, that's because of Mammon. Rashi even puts that in. You marry Isha Shaina again that's because of Mammon. When you become super focused on one thing, so surely if you're super focused on the wrong thing, it's terrible. If a person is super focused on looks, which some people are, terrible. Terrible meaning it. I'm not talking about Ruchnius wise, I'm talking about Gashemis wise. Because if you marry somebody like that, so then after a month, 
that's gone because nobody's walking around saying like because of because of the looks a month after he's married. So now what? Now what are you left with? Now you're left with who you're living with. And so what is the person like? The Benish Chai says the Kavalda Kazakh and the Posak Shekhachim Bevala Yoifi. Says Lamaise, it's hard to ignore external beauty. It's hard to ignore it. Part of external beauty is looks, is money, whatever. The attraction of, of externality. So the Benish Chai says, Shekhachim Bevala Yoifi. He gives us he gives us a a coach, coaching therapy to know how you should look at the looks. He says the way you should look at the looks is you get married. And as soon as you come back from the chasna, you go to sleep at night. So all the things that you liked are going to get unscrewed. He says, imagine you go to sleep. You went out with a girl, she had beautiful eyes. He says, she lies down, she starts unscrewing. You like her nose, okay. Put that on the night table. <laughs> it's all, meaning it's all going to get unscrewed. Because that kishmaka, that uh, I'm giving you guys remember this. Some of you, it's not a gear for a couple of years. But you should remember it. That doesn't mean it's it's, it's 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 worthless. But it means that. But even with good things, if you become super focused, it's not. In fact, if it's things that are not valuable, of course it's 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 it's, it's nourish. But even for good things, even good things, it, it it's it's a problem. We know Chesky, and I know that when you have tall daughters, they want tall boys, tall chasan. So my shver had four tall daughters. All his daughters were tall. So the line was, you have to be six feet to go, to be zeicha, to go out. My daughter was also that way. My daughter was also, my has to be, Baruch Hashem Yitzchak was uh, the right height. I told my daughter I was going to get a, like they have in the amusement parks, I was going to get like a, you know, in front of the house, a six foot, you know, form of a person with a line, with a hand like this. And you have to be this tall to, to go out with my daughter. That way if a guy, could be the resume, says six feet, but he's like a 5'11", so he'll see, he can just go home because he's too short. So my shver said that Rav Rudiman Zechatzadik Levrocha once read a shidduch to one of his daughters, or maybe it was one of the other Rosh Hashivas. I think, I think it was Rav Ruderman, one of the older daughters. But anyway, and Rav Ruderman told his his, uh, his Rebetzin, or maybe it was his Mashkiach, but one of them told Red Shidduch, and my Shver said it, the guy's not uh, the guy's not six feet. So Rav Ruderman said, because he said, she wants a foot or a head. What does she want? So, Avad, if you look at external things, but even if you look at pneumistic things, if you super focus on one thing, it's also not good. You know what? I want a balas chesed. I'm just giving you an example because that's what happened in this week's parish. I want a balas chesed. That's beautiful. It has to be normal too. What happens to balas chesed? It's mishugi. What do you have for that? So you're living with a mishugi and a balas chesed? Can't, can't do much with that in a marriage. In Ganeiden, the lady will be Gavaldic in Ganeiden. And maybe you'll be there too. And if she's taught me sugar, you'll get there pretty quick. But Lamai said, you can't run a home with a Meshuggah now. 
right? So if you become a chesed zombie, right? I want, I want a, a growing person. It's, it's kevalik. You should want a growing person. You just can't be super focused. For some reason, with this shidduch, the whole focus is chesed. From beginning to the end, it's all chesed. We don't find that Eliezer had any other gauge by what he looked, what he searched for. Chesed. Right? That woman that I will ask, I'm going to ask her to give me the drink. And she'll say, She's the one. Super focused on chesed. So there's no question Eliezer was relying on the Rabbani Shalom. To the point that the Gemara in Chul says that this was Kol Nachesh, Einik Nachesh, Eliezer, Ravom Lav Nachishim. So Eliezer was relying on Hashem intervening. But you, all I'm telling is you see how super focused he was. Chazal say, was Shaloy Kohigin. Chazal say, was Shaloy Kohigin, then his Damnaloy. Hashem helped him. Was Shaloy Kohigin. The Gemara says that. But the bottom line is, it shows to us that for some reason, Super focused, which we don't find by the other Imois. Avadir Rochali Menu and Leah and the Shvachos, they were Tzidkanias, of course. But we don't find this Nakuda. That that was, you know, that's the start and end of looking. And then the Tzivmi Valojan explains that each one of the Imois and Ovis had a certain Kesher, a certain connection that was needed. And Yitzchok was the Omur Avoida. And Taka, the Nitziv says that his relationship with Rivka was Taka different. That's why they met while he was davening. Yitzchok is a different type of person. Right? She fell off the gummel. That was to be, that's how they got married. That's how they met when they first time. As you see in, in the parish. So why Chesed? So I want to tell you an idea which I recently read a beautiful Maise from Rev Shushan Shlita in the Sefer Dorish Toiv. He's a rov in Eretz Yisrael. He wrote a very nice Sefer Dorish Toiv where he has nice nuroys that happen with the G'dayli Yisrael. Some of them his own experiences. So he writes a, his own personal experience. He learned in Yeshiva's Beis David. So those of you from Eretz Yisrael know Beis David in Bnei Brak. You probably know Yeshiva's Beis David in Bnei Brak. I'm sure David Stefanski knows. See, Yeshiva in Bnei Brak, an old Yeshiva in Bnei Brak. See, he writes that he learned in Yeshiva's Beis David. The Mashgiach there, was well, name was Abiyankiv Gutman, Zichat Tzadik Levroch. He was the Mashgiach of the Yeshiva. See, he records the following story. He says that when I was a Bochel, and I was in Yeshiva Shir Aleph, whatever, 16, 15, Shir Aleph, he says, we had 90 boys in Beis David. Now Beis David is bigger than that, but we had 90 boys in the Yeshiva. He says, and the, the yeshiva hired a woman as a, a woman who was never like an iguna. She had five children. Her husband ran to America, left her like that, without a get. So she was never alone, stuck, a pauper with, with five children. Not much the biggest Rahmanas you can imagine. So the yeshiva decided that they, they're going to hire her to take care of the kitchen for the boys. So the kitchen job, yeshivas didn't have money those days. They couldn't hire one person to cook and one person to clean and one person. Her job was, she was the kitchen lady. So she came, came in the morning, 
Mamish worked all day, came out. The morning she worked for lunch, then she worked for supper. And after supper, Nebuch, washing all the dishes and cleaning the plates, and Mamish, everything. Anyway, so Rav, Rav Sasson says, one night, I was there late. I was in yeshiva late and later than usual. I was riding over Shir, and I finished like 11 o'clock at night. And as I'm walking out of the building to go to the dormitory, I see that the lights in the kitchen are still on. I was wondering, well, maybe it's a mistake. The lights are still on. So he looked. The lady was still there, still washing plates in the kitchen. 90 bar. You know what a lady has to do just to wash supper plates? 90 bar. She's washing. And this is the picture he says he saw. The oldest daughter was doing homework on the counter in the yeshiva kitchen. The youngest child was sleeping on the stone floor because it was so late at night, he fell asleep. Another child was in a chair slumped over. Mamish, the most pitiful picture he could have imagined. And even as a young boy, it stirred him. He couldn't take it. So the next day, he came to yeshiva. He's going to do something about it. He got together his friends. He said, Rabbi Sai, 11 o'clock at night, this lady is still in the kitchen. And she's washing the plates, cleaning the dishes. And her, her children, half of them are sleeping on, on this chair, one kid on the floor. I mean, it's such rachmanis. Why don't all of us, after supper, wash our plates, help go into the kitchen, Messiah, the lady could leave at a normal time. We, we, we're Messiah. Got all of his chaverim to help. So that, that evening, after supper, they took the time which he says was from a quarter to seven to seven twenty-five. That was the between supper and night seder, and and he said the lady was in Ganeid. Not only the lady was in Ganeid, when the, when the, when eight o'clock, when the kids were able to go home, the kids said, "Ima nachnu rochima baita." It's Ganeid. Anyway, mashgichim are always uptight. Of course, not our mashgich, but mashgichim are uptight, not in a bad way. Mashkiach, I'm always worried about the Ruchni Yisrael Yeshiva. They're worried, is this... So the Mashkiach, Rav Gutman, Zechat Tzadik Levroche, he, he passed by, he saw Night Seder is starting, the guys are first coming upstairs. He was surprised, because a lot of these boys are normally there 20 minutes before, they learn Ben Asdor. They have an extra 20 minutes, they're in the base matters. Anyway, he got wind what was happening. He was mispoiled, Taka from the boys. He started crying. But he didn't say anything. The boys were surprised. He didn't, he, they thought he, would, he, he was so misragish, they'll probably tell him, Gvaldik! Or he'll say maybe it's us. It's something, nothing. Anyway, the lady went home. The next night, same thing. And the simcha was even more. The lady told him, I thought last night there was some kind of Yom Tif in the yeshiva, there was some kind of this, there was some kind of this. They said, no, this is the new thing. This is what we're doing for you. She was, she was in Ghanaian. And she called her kids together. She said, We'll be able to sleep in our beds. Mashgich, same thing. Comes before night later. The boys are running upstairs. Again, he starts crying. But he says nothing. Right after night later, they see he runs out of yeshiva. He goes... And of course, one of the Bacham follows him to see where he's going. He went to Rav Shach's house. He was close to Rav Shach. He went to Rav Shach. 
What was the conversation between him and Rav Shach? They found out afterwards. They asked him what was the conversation. was the following. He went to Rav Shach. He said, Rosh Hashiva, I'm pulled here. On the one hand, he told, he told Rav Shach the Gansimais. He said, on the one hand, I'm so proud that the boys, they care. Nebuch, this lady, you can't get a bigger Rachmanis. And what they're doing, nerve oil. Nerve oil. He says, however, he says, Lamaisa, it, it's it's terror. There's a boys that, a lot of these boys, the boys that are not learning, Gvaldik. Gvaldik, I'm very happy. But it's terror. What's my job as a mashkiach? What should I do? So Shach looks at him, he goes, they're doing it during the Seder. He says, no. But it's Hasmona time. He says, you expect, and he said, Shach yelled, you expect to run a yeshiva? Where boys should know that there's such a lady in the kitchen and her kids sleeping on the floor? And it's there, Ben Azdorm, while this lady is Azadia Behema? You'll have a yeshiva of Mushchosim, that's what you'll have. Bring all of them here, I want to kiss each and every one of them. Mashkiach Take, next day, brought the boys to Rav Shach, each one got a kiss. Shach wasn't just impressed. He said, it's not Shaykh to have a yeshiva without that. It's not Shaykh. not Shaykh to have a yeshiva. If boys could know such a thing, because it goes against everything you're learning. What are you learning? You're learning. What are you learning? You're learning. Look. What are you learning? You, you, how could you not see this? Rav Sasson writes, every single boy that was part of that kitchen chevra became a marbid star in classroom. There's not even one that wasn't. Every single one of the dishwashers became a Marbet's term Israel. Every single one. Lamai said, what's the point of this story? The point of the story is very simple. What was Rav Shach's conveying? Chesed, Chesed, is for us. Chesed, every act of Chesed a person does is mashlam who they are makes them, it, it completes them. It's not a question that this has to happen. It's mashlim who they are. It's... Rav Sasson himself, his observation was, Rav Shach had a lot of connections. He could have easily worked out together to raise some money, to have somebody to wash the dishes, take care of both, make the mashgiach happy. Make the lady happy and everybody's happy. Because Rav Shach saw that this is part of the chinuch of the yeshiva. It's not a question. This is the chinuch of the yeshiva. This is, this is how you bring up boys. This is how you train yourself. Every chesed makes you, makes you complete. Makes you a better person. And the more you mashkia, the more you put into it, the better person you become. If I can, I think the Benaz Dorim made them even better because that's the time that you have a little freedom. Makes it better. You know, the Benish Chai, that's another part of this week's passion. When Rivka goes back to the, to the water, so the famous Kasha, the Kedushas Levi, they all ask, the water didn't come up. First time, the water came up for her. The second time, when she ran back, the water didn't come up. So what's the Teretz? The Teretz is because it was Fechesed. So the Fechesed, the water didn't come up. She worked harder. Why? It should be fakir. For chesed, the water should come up faster. For chesed, obviously it took longer. Obviously it took longer for Rivka to get the water. If she had to go and draw it out. 
But for Chesed, Tafka, there's a murder of Benishchai. Fascinating Benishchai. He says, there was a king, some of you may know this marshal of his, it's a great marshal. He says, there's a, there was a king that had a, his main room where he would see all the dignitaries. He wanted to redecorate. And he wanted each wall should have its own special, beautiful painting. He hired four artists slash painters that can artistically paint beautiful things. And he said, each one of you take one wall. I give you two months. It's obviously a lot of work. Two months. Anyway, three of the guys worked like behemoths. They started... One guy sits down on a recliner and says, for a chaydish, he's, that's, he's sitting there drinking coffee. The guy's told him, what are you, nuts? He says, don't worry. I have a plan. I have plenty of time. Sugar. Okay, they figured maybe he trusted he could do it in a month. Second chaydish, the same thing. As it's the left. And he looks as calm, mamish, nothing, does nothing faces. The last day, still nothing. He leaves the last day. Right at the end of the day, they see him walking with four schleppels. Schlepping something big. They put it onto the wall. They figured out maybe he hired somebody to. Then they, un, they uncover it. It's a mirror. Wall to wall mirror. He was brilliant, the guy. It had a gorgeous effect. It reflected. If you take a room that's beautifully with all different kinds of painting, and then you put one wall, wall to wall mirror, it's not much gorgeous. That wall, in a way, had a certain shine and it captured everything. And the other guys are looking and they're going, wow. Taka going. Taka going. Anyway, the king walked in. He looks around. He was a, a mumcha. He realized what happened here. It was gorgeous. And then he looked at that guy. He goes, that was great. That was brilliant. Kvaldik. It, it enhances the whole room. If you just made another painting, it's gorgeous. Kvaldik. Okay. Payday. So, each one has a whole sack of money being paid. By each, by each wall, there's another sack. The guy with the mirror comes. He says, where's my money? So the king says, there's three. Like I paid you three times as much as everybody else. Look, there's one, there's two, and there's three. You have three. What are you complaining about? He goes, come on. That's a mirror. That's a reflection. He said, no. It's reflecting your work. It's exact. You got it exactly. What a home run. This is my typical Benishchai. Home run. Zok to Benishchai. Chesed it directly improves and perfects who you are based on what you invested. Not a question of getting the job done. Not a question of the end of the day the person got it. It's how much you're mashkia. Chesed is, is for you, develops you. And people have a very cockeyed position. If you have a good year in business, and remember this, because all of you, every person has some better years and some worse years. I'm not, I'm not finishing any of you. You should always make panos But you have good years and, 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 and you have better years. Okay, we'll put it that way. People have good years and better years. Okay? So a lot of people have, the good years, they give a lot of stocking. This year is not so gishmak. This year is not so gishmak to give stocking. 
They don't realize that's their best year to give stock. Because then it's coming from somewhere. Then you're giving from somewhere. Then it's, it's, it's hurting you a little bit. Yes, one last vacation this year. Yes. That's, do you really believe that the chesed you do where you sacrifice your one vacation to Italy or, to, or even to the Kvorim in the Chvayz Vishwas? You think that that's not going to be more valuable? That's what the Benish Chai is saying. Chesed is not to get the job done. Rebel Yashiv Dasal said, says by Avram Avinu, Vayita Eisha. Avram Avinu planted the tree. That was the tree that he gave Achilush to Yavalina. Rebel Yashiv Dasal asks, What's Avram, a farmer? The richest man in the land? The billionaire? Imagine Lahabdul, you have Bill Gates sitting there planting a tree, Meshuggah? Hire somebody. Hire 20 people. Dr. Valyashiv, the reason why the Torah conveys to us the Chesed of Avram to show you, Avram felt that the Chesed is for him. The more it could occupy his own strength, the better it is for him. That did more for him. And that's how chesed is. A lot of people do chesed, it's for themselves. Makes them feel good to do chesed. It's also not bad. It's a lot better than hurting people for you. Which a lot of people do too. So I'm happy when somebody does chesed also. I'm happy. But it's, it's missing the boat as far as what it's going to do to you. The Abishter, the essence of the Abishter, he's a mative. It's not shy for the Abishter to get anything back. The Abishter can only be a mative. The Abishter can only give. He can't, he can't receive. But Teva he can't receive. Liyah Kesef, everything is his. There's nothing the Abishter can get back. The only thing, the Abishter, it's only a one-way street. Avram Avinu did chesed, 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 chesed. At the bottom line is the end result. Everybody could still argue and say, Avram likes to do chesed. It makes him feel good. Right? But now it came to bury his wife. So Chazal tell us in Mayit Koten that a lot of the things we do after the person dies is for the mace themselves. And a lot of the things we do is for Avelim. Right? Kvura, Hesped, the Gemara has a Shaila, Yakra Chaya, Yakra Maisa. But the truth is, that's a Halacha Shaila. And the Gemara goes to Chilukim and Halacha. Because if it's for the Chayim, if it's for the people that are alive, the Mace could say, I don't want it, but the Chay wants it. If it's only for the Kavra Mess, but that's from a Halachic standpoint. In Aloha, we can analyze. Is the hespit for this, for the mace? Is the hespit for the chai? We can analyze it. But fact is that a good hespit on somebody you love makes you feel good. When a, when, a, when, a, when a husband gets up after being married to his wife for 100 years and he loved his wife and he gives a hespit and he gives a good hespit that's expressing his feelings, it makes him feel good. It is Yakra the Chayah. The Shailah, the Gemara, is not whether there is Yakra the Chaya. The Gemara Shailah is whether that's the Chiv. Do we have a Chiv to be Maspinal's Yakra the Chaya? But for sure there is. Avram Avinu got up and the Torah is made. 
Avram Avinu, when he was Maspit Sora, was not one ounce of Avram. It was only Yakra de Moisa. It was only for her. He wasn't even thinking, I ain't Isha Mesel Chazal tell us that when a woman dies, who feels it the most is the husband, not the children. Her husband, Anisha Mesa Elolabila. Avram Avinu's Hespit wasn't for himself at all. It was only, it doesn't say Lispoid Alsar. Lispoid Alsar includes him, includes her, includes everybody. Lispoid Lissar. He that's all he was doing. It was all for her. When he buried her, it wasn't, oh, it's my wife. It's, uh, no, it was for her. It wasn't for him. There was no him. Hashem said, oh, Atomi Palatajali. Just like when I bury a dead person, it's not for me at all. It's not even one ounce, one nuance. Atomi Palatajali. That's who you are. Avram Avinu, for that reason, when he went, if, the, if his objective was himself at all, he would have gotten a good deal. He could have paid $10 for the Mars Machpel. He could have paid $10 for the Mars Machpel. But instead, he paid the maximum price. That shows what his intent was. His intent was, I want to do for her. I want it to be, I want to give as much as I can for her. Now I don't want to get the job done. If you want to get the job done, so then you look to get it as cheap as possible. You don't look to do, you don't look to get it as expensive as possible. If you want, if you feel that you are growing from this experience and as much as you could do, as much as you could do, that's your shlemus. That was Avraham Avinu. That was that was the Yitzchak Avinu was an oil to mima. It was an oil to mima. So because of that, he had a lot of restrictions. He wasn't able to do the same outreach. Even if you look at the Rambam. The Rambam says, Avram, what Avram did. The Yitzchak, Hoya, Malamed, Umoiru, Mazir. Yitzchak was more contained. He couldn't leave Eretz Yisrael. Yitzchak was more contained. Pachad Yitzchak. So for Yitzchak, it was a necessity that the home should have Bapoyel Chesed. Not because Yitzchak wasn't a Baal Chesed, an Oyev Chesed. But Yitzchak was restricted. In many ways, he was restricted. So because he was restricted and he couldn't expand out as much, Mamela Dafka, because of that, Dafka, the focus was we have to get for, we have to get for that bias. Somebody who's Bepoyel, who actively is being Oisik and Chesed. It could be that's why when Yitzchak when, when Eliezer was Makadish Rivka for Yitzchak and he gave her the Shnei Tzmidim, Chazal tell us that each one represented one of the Luchas. And he put it together. Why? Because he was telling Rivka, we know the two Luchas, one is Ben Adam Lamakim, one is Ben Adam Lachavei. He's telling Rivka, that's your job. Because Yitzchak is Pachad Yitzchak, your job is to bring that into the home. It's Bepoyel to bring the Chesed. And that's why that was the whole focus. The focus was a woman who's obsessed, mamish obsessed with chesed. And that's why the water dafka didn't come up. Because the more Rivka put in, 
to that Shiva, that alone, that was more Shlemus. That was more Shlemus. And this is something you should always remember. Huh? So that's understood. When you go into a marriage, I always say, it's a chassidish vertical, but I hold it's emes, not pshat and posel, but it's emes of art. It says, Here's the kasha. What does that mean, Yazevish is over What's that? That's not a Jewish music. Yazevish is over Even a woman. But a woman, at least you can say she has certain pturim and keep it on after she gets married. Even a woman is not pushed. I, would, I wouldn't say that about a woman. Because she still has a mitzvah of keep it up. It's just, Rishus HaKerim Olel. But a man? Man has nothing changes. So what does it mean, Yazevish is over Vesima? So Chassidish Averkel is that when you're a kid, everything is done for you. Your relationship with your parents is a one-way street. Right? What's your relationship with your parents? One-way street. They give you. And even if sometimes you think, oh, it's a hard, hard job to bring up parents these days. Lamaisa, Lamaisa, it's a one-way relationship. Parents are doing for you. From the minute you're born, in a helpless state, and their mamish magadal you and do everything for you, now you're getting married. So you have to leave that relationship. You go with the marriage, you have to leave go of that relationship. Of being a makabal. You have to start being a giver. If you want a, a healthy marriage, you have to be a giver. Memela, where do we learn Kedushan from? From the, from the act that Avram Avinu did, that totally impacted him, and yet there was zero him, only her. That's when we learn Kiche Kiche Mestev. That's the, I thought the frame that would, you, you understood it, you just wanted to tell him to That's where we learn Kiche Kiche. I couldn't shout it.